Ow! What's up, everybody? It's time for the O Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, CW, and today let's talk about wrestling moves that have been passed down from generation to generation. Uh, I was sitting, thinking about a topic to talk about this morning uh, in my normal routine. I wake up, I walk the dogs, I uh, drink some pre-workout, I get ready to, uh, to lift some weights, and in the in the time where my body starts to vibrate from the pre-workout, I am furiously thinking of a, uh, a topic to, to talk to you guys about. And uh, today was on the toilet, full disclosure. And I was like, what, you know, what's a good, what's a good thing to, 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 to talk about? And the first thing that popped into my head was uh, Kevin Owens. I was like, let me talk about Kevin Owens. Uh, but then I realized I don't really know a whole ton about Kevin Owens. I was like, why would I want to talk about Kevin Owens? And it, and it hit me right in the face, right in the butt. It said, <laughs> Kevin Owens has become fun to me as in, uh, I, I, will, I guess I'll call myself an old, old school wrestler at this point. Um, because he's using the stunner. Uh, since Kevin Owens, I mean, he always had what a great move set, and his pop-up power bomb is pretty devastating. But once he he started incorporating the stunner into his uh, finishers, it really I feel rounded out his character quite a bit. Like you understand, you understand his character a little more somehow. You're like, oh, he took the baddest move in professional wrestling and adopted it and basically and, and does it as i won't say as well as stone cold but you know you get it you see the correlation that he's trying to make and then i was like oh you know what other finishers or moves have been sort of passed down from generation to generation so without doing a ton of research and just using my old brain uh, i sat down and decided let's, let's talk about that so yeah ko as number one um, passing down the stunner uh, Stone Cold has said that he appreciates the fact that uh, KO is using the stunner and, you know, he approves. I think he enjoys seeing uh, a new generation use that stunner. Uh, John Cena had a version of the stunner. I think I mentioned that in one of the episodes prior, but his his was more, I would say, creative in but and more impractical. Uh, it falls into the category of impractical wrestling moves. It was kind of a, uh, a middle rope uh, backwards stunner it was very strange he had to he ran at the ropes he jumped on the second rope and then bounced backwards with his back flying at his opponent who was now running at him and then he would kind of tur turn awkwardly like his head to see where the person was and then land like the person would have to basically run their face into his arm for the stunner so the the move really depended on the the, the person, obviously, uh, the the second person, not the person doing the move, but the person receiving the move. It was it was fine. It was weird, and I think Stone Cold said as much. He's like, I I like I like the twist on it, but it doesn't have the same impact. And I agreed. And I think John Cena stopped doing it because it was just a little ridiculous. But that's just one move. I I also just fresh off of watching uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, last night, Dolph Ziggler took on Solo Sokoa, and Dolph Ziggler has a move that's been passed down as well. The, I think he calls it the Fame Mooser, as in like moose for your hair, Fame Mooser, uh, taken from Billy Gunn's Fame Asser, the Famouser. Uh, he's gonna make you famous. 
and it's basically the what is it like he jumps over your not over your head he places the back of his knee on the back of your neck and slams you to the floor by jumping over you uh jumping on your back or something like that it's hard to explain that move but another great move i loved that move in the attitude era i felt like billy guns the the popular the the devastation that that move could cause was greater than the star that Billy Gunn was. Does that make sense? Like, I felt like that move that was was deserved of someone who had more main event status. But you know, who am I? I did love Billy Gunn. Still love Billy Gunn. He's um, he's a funny dude. I guess. Oh, why would I say that? I don't know if he's funny. <laughs> uh, but that move, the Famouser being passed down to Dolph Ziggler, is perfect. They are not a one-to-one -one correlation but again you see the vibe that they're passing between one another i don't know if billy gunn uh did the the did the job and you know signed off on him using the move but at this point does it matter um next the one that i love quite a bit is the usos taking on team uh dudley the dudley boys their 3d naming it the 1d giving uh, Bubba Ray and Devon a shout on social media and then uh, Bubba Ray and Devon responding by saying uh, good luck with uh, using the move thanks for giving us you know the credit uh, may you may you may you reign with the 1D now it's the the best way in their sort of isolated uh, brotherhood of and sisterhood of wrestlers it's always good to see the older gen pass on the move, give it, give the, the new gen the nod and say, yeah, good for you. Keep using that move. So they, they now do the double super kick and then the 1D, which I think is a, a great, uh, it's not super clever. Yeah, I guess it's clever. It's clever. Uh, twist on the name. And then they do the, the they do the move pretty good. They'll, no one will ever do it as good as the Dudleys. They had some flair that just people can't replicate. But I do enjoy watching the Usos carry on that uh, pretty devastating tag team move. And like I've said before, what makes a good tag team? Tag team moves. Gotta have tag team moves. Uh, and not the last one that I remember, but certainly one that is, uh, I guess, a true legacy is Charlotte Flair. Uh, taking on Ric Flair's figure four leg lock and then, pardon the pun, adding some flair to it by adding in a back bend or a back bridge as it's supposed to put more pressure on the legs. I don't know if that's true, but Charlotte Flair is now uh, back in the fold, women's champ. She is uh, <laughs> incorporating the spear. We did a whole episode on who does the best spear? Charlotte is now incorporating the spear into her moveset more prominently. They're calling it out now. Oh, she hit the spear. And then she goes for the figure four or the pin or whatnot. Um, but her figure four is definitely her father's move. It's a true legacy passed down. And I'm never opposed to a submission move finisher. I love there's some devastating uh, finishers in wrestling. I always thought the figure four didn't look as bad as others. Like the sharpshooter looks way worse, way worser than the uh, figure four, but it's iconic. And the fact that Charlotte Flair 
I'm sure she didn't even ask her dad. She's like, Dad, I'm going to do the move. And he was like, woo! You know, whatever. He, I don't know how he speaks to his kids. Um, and she took it and she ran with it. And now she's like, what, 14-time world champ? Uh, she's won a lot. <laughs> she's won and lost that belt a lot. Uh, in, in the final minute and a half, let's talk about the fact that to be a champ, to be a, a, a prolific champ in wrestling, you have to lose a lot like a lot so people uh praise rick flair for being what the 16 time world champ or something like that that means he lost it like 15 times like that's that's a lot of losses that's a a one-to-one loss win ratio but having the number like i've had it 16 times is i guess good i don't know i don't get that uh it's not like what is it um football or baseball that when you win the championship it's over like the season's over and then the next season it starts all over again then if you have 16 uh titles then you're like okay every you know every year for 16 years we won this by beating everybody and taking the championship instead of like i won this belt then someone beat me for it then i won it back i don't know i i maybe one time world champ is a better title anyway what kind of what other moves uh, do you like that have been passed down to new wrestlers? Make sure you hit the bell on YouTube and get notified when there are new videos up. Subscribe to the podcast on any and all podcasting platforms. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I have been CW. This is O Wrestling Podcast. And always remember, I'm your friend. But if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.